We're out of the warehouse after the third Blitzball battle. We're giving out awards. Let's talk Blitzball. Let's talk Blitzball. Let's talk Blitzball. Let's talk. Let's talk about some Blitzball, bitch. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but mostly about boys today, especially. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. I'm here with my fellow co-host, Brendan Ruppel. Yeah, you know it. It's me. Did you run out of milk yet? Uh, yeah, that was it. Ah. <laughs> the last of it just came up a little bit. You brought you brought your last cup of milk today, I see. Bought it. I got a little uh, hazy New England milk going oh, on. Wow. Delicious. Brendan, we talked about this last episode, how children are the only people who listen to this podcast. So they don't even know what I'm talking about. They have no clue. <laughs> they think the haze is just that stuff that's going on well, outside. Peter, we got our first six-year-old listener. Ah, it's topical. <laughs> it's topical because it smells like fire outside, and it's all hazy. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That's why I had a drink. It's to celebrate the world ending. <laughs> you scoop some of that haze up, put it in a glass. Put it in a glass, and then you're you... drinking that. There you go. But yeah, great tournament. Recap time. It's great tournament. As if we haven't been recapping the whole time. Yeah, I think, uh, we, I think we've agreed the tournament was good. Just okay. Subpar. On a scale of bad to just okay, the tournament was just okay. I'd say it was uh, six. It's fine. I'd say, do you want to give it a rating? <laughs> okay, okay, I'll give it a real rating. You want to give it a rating? Okay, What is? how would you rate this tournament out of three? One to three. Out of three? It's a hard scale. Can I give decimal points or no? No, no decimal points. Okay. Um, I'll give it all a right. two and a half. You've twisted my arm. <laughs> you could give it decimal points. I didn't. Okay, all right. I, I, I did fractions instead of points. I'll give it. I give it a three out of three. I mean, we said we said it last time. We, this there's nothing really you could have done better. You got to do something better. Okay, fine. It was, it was zero. Bring back the dinosaurs. Bring, bring them back. <laughs> next next tournament. Next tournament. We're back. A dinosaur story. You ever watch that movie as a kid? No, I've, I've seen... With um, the guy with the screw for... Oh, you would have been fucking terrified as a child. Knowing you, as a child, you would have been terrified. Look it up. I'm going to um, look up the guy's I, I watched a lot of Lamb Before Time. I watched a lot of uh, Timmy the Tooth, which was... I don't know how I watched that because I'm terrified of puppets, and that is a lot of puppet time. Too much puppet time. Very scary. Too bad. You ever watched Timmy the Tooth? Uh... Don't, I got to look him up. Don't watch it. Look up Professor Screw Eyes, Brendan. Professor Screw Eyes. From We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. Timmy the Tooth. No. <laughs> I have not watched Timmy the Tooth. <laughs> yeah, I don't I like that like guy. See... Yep. And they got they had a lot of close-ups of his screw in his eye. <laughs> I see it it's still here. Time. And then he gave all the dinosaurs the brain drain. <laughs> So that they could be in his traveling circus. <laughs> Sounds like He's a great movie. Guy. Piece of shit. He turned into a crow at the end, I think. What the hell? A crow with a screw in his eye? We're back. A dinosaur. No, the crows ate him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Child Brendan would have been scared shitless of that. I would have been scared of this today. Famously, a uh, scaredy cat as a child. Big scaredy cat as a child, as a prepubescent, as a pubescent, as an adolescent, and as an adult. And as a geriatric. And as a geriatric. 
But who cares about Jerry, Brendan? Yeah, there's we're no... here for awards. We're, we're here for a lot of people that aren't named Jerry. We're here for nobody named Jerry. Nobody named Jerry. Nobody even close. Nobody really. named Jerry. Not even close. Yeah, closest is probably Jimmy. Yeah, just because it ends in a Y and starts with a J, and has a couple R's. A couple R's that are written funny. Silent R's. Silent R's. <laughs> Jimmy with two silent R's. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's actually an E, not an I. It's really just spelled the same way as Jerry, but pronounced Jimmy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, just lo- but, local pronunciation. Who's starting off? Who's starting off? Uh, well, yeah, well, for, we first, let's say, we'll say what we're doing first. I mean, people don't no. often read the uh, descriptions. I've noticed that because yeah. every time I read descriptions for podcasts, the only person that comments on them is you. Maybe that's because I mean, you're the only person that listens to my podcast, but that's maybe a, a whole other story. Every time you do something on your podcast and I'm a guest, you spell my name wrong. Um, or is that Brian? I'll say it's Brian. Even it's definitely, it's probably definitely me. I don't think so. Brian doesn't do any. We haven't brought this up at all. Brendan has another podcast where he, him, and our friend Brian review beers and talk to people, and it's it's very it's a good listen. It's called the Hoppy Boys. Um, go check it out if you haven't. Uh, I've been on there four times, I think. Oh, not a five time. And uh, I might might have been five. I've been on there seven times, but episodes have gotten corrupted. Got There's definitely a two um, time because we did two separate episodes for our like our countdown. I didn't know I spelled your name. Yeah, wrong. how do you spell? You is, spelled, it, is it D E L and capital R? D E L space capital uh, R E. That's probably the problem. No, the problem is you add a Y at the end. <laughs> what? Oh, that's definitely not me. I'm not that it's stupid. Because Brian, it's because Brian has me saved in his phone as Peter Del Rey, R-E-Y, to no, purposefully I, I, piss me off. I would never do that. That's, that's the just, reason that's why. That's just sick and twisted. We're calling Brian out. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so we can call him out. That, that's why I'm amazed that he that, that got onto the, the notes of the podcast, because Brian would never bother to edit the show or do or upload a show <laughs> or, you know or schedule what? a show awards. <laughs> <laughs> just slander brian this the person that nobody knows <laughs> so yeah well so we're here, we're here not to slander brian we're here to more so prop people up and talk about how great people are uh by giving out some some awards some players of the tournament some unsung heroes and superlatives and uh we're, we're gonna do just that peter do just that we tried to make the awards different from what the actual voting awards are yes. because you know it's boring if you guys just listen to what awards we voted for yeah. who i mean we do have player of the tournament which is going to be mvp but you can't have awards without something like that right um, that's like the main award we did we did try to replace it with something else but you we, you can't have awards about a show Without having the big one, you right. know? Yeah. But that, that's so, a good point, though. It'd be funny if we just did all the categories. And like, this is who we voted for. And everyone's like, cool. You don't, don't really care. <laughs> My favorite jerseys were the uh, McFlurry Powers, because I love the color I purple. I voted for those, too. Yeah, I love the color purple. That's why I picked them. The movie? Uh, no, oh, okay. the color. Gotcha. Um, but Brendan and I did talk about this, and we, there's, we think there's a clear 1-1. One, one. For player of the tournament, we were going to give it unanimous, mm-hmm. but we really wanted to see who the other's number two was because it could really be from a handful of people, I think. So how do you think we should determine who gets to go first? 
Um, this is a good question. How about I go first? Wow. What do you just want to do? Unsung hero, second, or you want to do yeah. a superlative first? Is that I, what it is? No, no, no. I, I, I think you just uh, think you're a big funny oh, guy oh. and you try to upstage me on my own show, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what's going I, on. I just want to get the the MVP out of the way. And I think MVP. what I've noticed in life is that when people try and make a decision about making decisions. I just like to jump in and be like, let me just fucking go first so we can get over well, this. Well, we could always part. just we could always just do like I could go on Google and do evens or odds or I could go on Excel. So, well, this is exactly what I'm trying to avoid is talking about making the decisions. <laughs> it's just like, so let let's just not talk it. about it. Just here. Look, I'll do this. <laughs> Say evens or odds. Go. Odds. Okay. Odds it is. You go first. <laughs> See, I knew it all along. So I'm, I'm picking MVP, right? It was one. Yeah. The num- the number was one. <laughs> and I, I, I was thinking of one in my head, so I really got it right. One. Uh-huh. MVP oh, is Sammy Razor. Sorry, didn't hear you. Uh, Dynamite started playing again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how that happened. Well, you can probably guess who I who I picked. I can't. It's someone it's, it's Sammy Razor. Yeah, it's Sammy Razor. He's one one. All the stats so, are give your give all, your reasons. This is your award. I mean, all the stats are insane. Um, what do we got? On base percentage over eight hundred, averages six eighty four, twenty RBIs. He almost leads the league in walks. He, I, I was amazed that that Jack leads in walks and not. He him. took it. Took it at the end. Crazy. Uh, very low in strike for the amount, amount of games played and the amount of strikeouts. He's got less strikeouts per games played. Um, that's. Pretty impressive. He, he's just a, a beast. He's an absolute beast, and anything he lacks in the mound, which he doesn't. I think he got knocked around a few times, but otherwise, he's still he was still the ace of his staff. And yeah, you know, he's he's not the best pitcher in the entire league, but wow, with, with that stick, incredible. With that stick, with that stick. I think the only thing, like you could even say, he wasn't the best with the with uh, strikeouts because. If you look at an at-bat perspective, and I know we're, gonna, we're supposed to be talking about him being MVP, <clears throat> Caden has the same amount of strikeouts with, like, way more at-bats. So if you convert it to a percentage, strikeouts to at-bats, Sammy strikes out 21% of the time, which is crazy low for Blitzball. Yeah. Caden is 15. But beyond that made-up stat that I literally just calculated right now... <clears throat> Sammy leads the league or is top three in everything. Literally, like, I think every single thing, um, except for on the pitching side, but his pitching numbers are still incredible. Uh, you know, him and Nikki Cass were the only two to record. Oh, I'm sorry. And Trevor were the only three to record 16 outs in the entire yeah. tournament. Yeah, so, I mean, at some point, you're, you're going to get knocked around. <laughs> if you pitch that much, you're going to get hit. People are going to see you more. But I think the, you just have to have faith in that guy and just throw yep. him out there and hope he figures it out. I mean, even... Yeah. Who? I mean, Jack got 10 earned runs in, over the course of the uh, the league, and he's supposed to be yep. the Cy Young. That's, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, Sammy did give up a lot of runs, but at the end of the day, his body of work on pitching and hitting, like, he was a top pitcher and a top hitter amongst the like number one guys for each team yeah good job sammy you did good it. job sammy yeah pl- i mean if you like runs 
created plus. He's got an, he's got eight more RBIs than he does runs given up on the mound. So he makes up for it with the bat for sure. Twenty RBIs, insane. Next next closest is fourteen. Yeah, insane. That's more than an innings worth of RBIs that you could get. You guys know math. You guys know math. You so, guys. Know so math. do you do you agree with me? Yeah, it's obviously Sammy, but I don't want to give it to him just because I want to give awards to as many people as possible. Yeah. Today, um, <clears throat> so I for my player of the tournament, uh, like I said, I think it could go between a couple people, and you tell me if if this was your two guy. Okay. Um, I really think it's between two people. We talked about it with Jack and all that, but I'm going to give it to Drew Davis. And you look at him, and you look at Lou, who I think is the one that everybody's thinking it's between those two guys. Yeah, yeah. After Sammy. Uh, The reason I'm going to give it to him is, well, one, he had the two homers, which is massive for somebody in this, this, sorry, three home runs, which is massive. A very clear number two in home runs, 710 OPS, um, versus Lou, 731, very, very close. But Drew was able to get it done when it mattered against Lovia's and Forgotten Rotten, two of the favorites coming into the tournament. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who's as good as Drew pitching. So, like, yes, Lou just edges Drew out batting-wise, but Drew blows the socks off of Lou on the mound. Yeah. And I think Drew has come a very long way from Blitzball Battle 1, where it was like, yeah, this guy's good, but he's not quite there yet, like, as somebody to be really scared of just yet. And then Blitzball Battle 2 came, and it's like, Drew's better. He's getting better. And then Blitzball Battle 3 comes, and it's like, Drew is now one of these top three or four guys in the warehouse, period. Yeah. I agree. So good, for, good I, I, for Drew. I think that would have been my. So that would have been my. <laughs> yeah, I get Instead it. Of good for you. I mean, more more jokes. He was going to be my unhung hero because I wanted to talk more about him being hung. Wow, but he is hung. That's <laughs> yeah. Instead of he's not unhung. He's yeah. He's hung. That's true. He confirmed it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think it, it is that difference of pitching that the steep difference in pitching from him from him to Lou. Even though Lou got much better at pitching too. He. he he found it a little bit, but like Drew, for a little while, there's a stretch in the middle of the tournament where he, before he got super tired, visibly, uh, there's a stretch where he was really almost unhittable. Like no, no one had that pitch. We, we talked about it a bunch during those games. Nobody had it. Nobody had it. No Nobody one saw it. it. And it, when he was able to, to dot it in the pipes. Yeah, it wasn't until he got exhausted in that final game. Yeah. Like, after playing as much as he did, like, good for you, bud. Real, it's really an incredible performance. Absolutely. So if, yeah, if now, it wasn't for Como kids coming in, yeah, Drew's MVP. Well, yeah, I think you could even give Caden a shot for MVP. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, if, totally, if you get rid of the Como kids in total, then yeah. it, the, the rest of the league has a chance. It's almost rude for me to say that it's between Drew and uh, Drew and Lou because. Caden really deserves to be talked about as a potential MVP as well. Caden was incredible the right. whole tournament. We've talked we've talked for hours about how much we think Caden is 
really, 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 really good. I want to know how tall Caden is. Yeah, he, he, he could towers be tall. Could be sneaky everybody. tall, but Sammy's also looks short, so it could be a, like a next to your friend sort of Brendan. thing. Sammy looks short. Caden looks tall. I would say Caden's maybe five eleven or six foot, and Sammy's five seven. Is my guess. I don't know. I was watching Como videos of like their actual league, and he's one of the taller guys over there too. Who, Caden? Yeah. Yeah. So well, we'll t- find out. Tell us if we got your heights right. <laughs> tell us if we got your heights right, or just wait to come talk to us because spoiler alert, we, we got them lined up. So if you want to hear interviews, yeah, like, when you, they, those guys will definitely be here. When you introduce yourselves, start with your name and then height. Height, weight, shoe size. Yep. In that order. Unsung hero. So a question about this category I should have gotten off air. Yeah. Is this category our our king shit, our like our best number two? No. Or is this anybody that we like? Anybody who we like, who we feel like people aren't talking about, or if we feel like I'll start, because I'll okay. do unsung hero and I think I think you'll understand after this. My unsung hero is Kyle McDonald. Okay. Kyle had two games to showcase what he had, right? Yeah. Is that crazy? In in those two games, he hit a home run, two singles, seven at bats. Right? Which is not astronomical, but you could see like as time goes on, some of these guys were getting better and better. And K-Mac only had these two appearances, you know. Two RBI, three strikeouts. It's not stellar stellar numbers. But then you go to pitching, and like again, I know it's only two games played. He's the only player who gave up zero runs. Pretty good. Um, SCRA. Very good. Very, very good for K-Mac. Uh, I think that he really did a great job on a team where they just didn't get it going as fast as some of these other, as all of the other teams got it going a lot faster than they did, but if they had that chance, if all eight teams made it to the postseason, I think Mac Flurry Power would have been a lot better off because they finally would have hit their groove. Yeah. Um, K Mac had a great tournament for such a small sample size that he had. Like, let's compare it, right? A similar sample size, Jimmy and Jake, three games. Do you think, from what we saw, that either of them? had a like much better tournament than K-Mac. No, it's a shame like, that K-Mac didn't get more time to play because I, I think if he had, that was such a small sample size and he still performed in it. If he got yeah. more, I think he would have outshone even more people that we like better than K-Mac at this moment. I, th- I think if he had more, more games played, he'd be easily rising the ranks. And in, in other tournaments, he's always looked good and sure. He's never gonna be the best pitcher because he's like a gimmicky pitcher. Uh, but like, in the in the two games we did see, he had his version of pitching down to a science, and I like really figured it out. Um, it could be difficult for some people to to pick up, and then and he hit. I, I think there's a. I mean, he's he's a semi professional baseball player at one point. The guy can definitely right. hit. So he did a great. He, he job could have had a, he could have a huge season if he got to play more. Oh, did I tell you that when I played uh, blitzball over the weekend, I did his like fucky arm movement stuff. Yeah. And my my buddy who was batting, as right after like as the pitch was in the air going to him, he was like, "Oh, I didn't like that." 
it's true. It, it works. It is. It's it really. It really does work. It yeah. really messes with you. Um, I think in the next tournament, him and Colin, uh, assuming they come back, I would love for them to come back. Yeah. I think they're going to be better off. Uh, K Mac, I think, legitimately has potential to be one of the best hitters in this tournament. Yeah, if he gets locked in this in. format. Yep. And he, I think he that's exactly why he's, what he's my unsung hero. He's, he's trying to like crowd the plate, talking about him. get hit by pitches inside, cover that inside yep. part, smack outside balls. Yep. And that's what unsung hero is, Brendan. Nobody's talking it. about him, but he performed a hell of a performance. All right. You know, you know who nobody else is talking about? No. Nikki Cass. <gasps> Nikki Cass is another great unsung hero. I, th- I think you were the one that brought this to my attention, what? too. Sure. Yeah. N- Nikki's. we know he's a good hitter. He can hit. Um, he definitely got out, out hit by a lot of the league, but I mean, he's still, he's still bats over 500. Um, maybe he didn't take as many walks as I would have liked him to take. He only has two walks in the season, which doesn't give his, uh, on base percentage, like a, a crazy number. Like some other people are in the sixes, uh, and sevens. He's only at a five, eight, three. His average is a five, four, five. Still good. I mean, that, that's a, that's a legitimate, that's a good number. Uh, he definitely has some struggles. I think when the game that they got knocked out of, there were some chances for him to really, show his strength uh, as a baseball player who hits in the cage with with MLB players. Um <laughs> he 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 didn't have the best moments late in the, in the in the series in the season. But he did have only almost all, only good moments on the mound. Like his his earned runs are absurdly low. There's literally only one of them. He's pitched in four games. He's recorded 16 outs. That's that's still like tops of the league. And after yeah. recording 16 outs only letting up one earned run, that to me is a Cy Young performance. That's that's ridiculous. That 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 doesn't happen. Well, Blitzball is a really hard, and all of our earned runs too are like not super official because they are like letting uh, inherited runs on too. Yeah, to have one earned run with with that in mind is ridiculous. I think like the big thing for me that made me realize just how good Nikki was on the mound, and, I, and you could see it in the stats page what I was doing. I took every player, every pitcher, rather, um, that was, like, nominated for the John Boy Cy Young, and I did all of these stats categories divided by games played so that they were all on a level playing field. Nikki leads one, two, three, four, five out of the nine categories that we looked at. Yeah. In this. Like, he had the lowest pitch count per out-recorded he had the most outs recorded per games played at a four, which is the maximum. Uh, lowest ERA per games played at a point two five, and even his hits were not were like he just missed out on hits. With Drew Davis got one point two hits per games played, Nikki got one point seven five hits per games played, and even that when you're playing a game giving up less than two hits, yeah, in a, in a very offensive league, you know that's crazy his strikeouts too 2.25 strikeouts per game played uh the next highest is trevor with 2.8 strikeouts per games played yeah yeah nicky really had his slider working like crazy like i think that that makes a lot of sense the two pitchers that had the most strikeouts have the two dirtiest sliders and that's that pitch that is really difficult to pick up if it's moving a ton um can definitely be hittable if if it hits the wrong spot but if it's starting behind you and ends off the plate like the two of them can do it's a really difficult pitch to hit uh and nikki also really knows how to throw 
strikes. He doesn't walk a ton of people. He, I, I mean, I guess he, he does. Oh, no, he doesn't. That, that's Dalton's stat. I was going to say, I, I didn't think he walked a lot of people, and then I checked the stats. No, he doesn't he walk a lot of people four. at all. It's yeah. one, one walk per game. He, I remember he's really able to throw his like three-quarter arm slot sinker for strikes. When he's like in, in a a bad count, like, all right, cool, let me throw this pitch that moves a shit ton and just throw it right over the middle. And he can dot it right. when he needs to, too. And when he's ahead in counts, he can dot it. But that's his, is almost like his fastball, is that crazy movement sinker. He knows exactly what to do when he's when he's behind. He, he's yeah, and he hits. Like he, I think that in another tournament he can hit much better than we saw, and he still didn't hit badly. No, that's a great unsung hero, Brendan. I thought so. I didn't didn't even think of it just because Nikki is like talked about so highly. Didn't even think about it, but when you talk about Nikki, you talk about like the energy he brings and the batting. And I just like completely forgot just how good I voted for him for Cy Young in the John good. Boy Media thing. Good. And I completely forgot about it, just because of his bravado. You don't think of the pitchers as these big bravado guys. It's true. Yeah, because I think Nicky, when he came onto the scene, he was like hitter first, and he because when he first came onto Blitzball Battle, he was definitely more of a hitter because he didn't know how the hell to throw the ball because it's just a different look. And when he it, it didn't take him that long to figure it out. It just takes it takes yeah. an athlete like that just tossing it around here and there and understanding how it spins and moves and stuff. But the first time, he's like, I don't get this thing. I'm just going to try and find one pitch that works and deal with it. And now he's all in on this tournament and definitely did some homework outside of the warehouse to figure this out. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I remember I, I when I do these sorts of things, I can easily get lost in a recency bias sort of way. So I was right. purposely trying to th- think of like, who hadn't I thought of in a while because they got knocked out early? Oh, shit. There's yeah. good players in these other teams, too. Yeah. That's exactly. I had the only reason that I had K Mac is because I had that written down like right when the playoffs started. I was like, "This is crazy how good K Mac was in just two games." Yeah. Um, but now, okay, we go to the long-awaited superlative awards, which is for those who are wondering, any award we want to give, we want to give somebody <laughs> plaudits on a specific thing. Yeah, we give like if you listen to talking baseball or talking Yanks. They give these types of awards as well, so you'll understand after we give our our first one, which belongs to Brendan. Oh boy. Okay, so one of mine is off the board because we talked about them. I might I might, I might give you the uh, the names of them at the end just just because. Um, no, we won't talk about them as talking points. Overruled. My <laughs> overruled. Overruled. Give the name first. My first superlative is the Jolly Jozo's Award. Wow. This could either be this could either be Joe Z, Z. or Zoe. Z. Z. I'm going to give it to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think you're giving it to Zoe. Incorrect. Mark it in the ledger. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck. Oh, for one. Fuck. Do you want to know or do you want a second guess? Uh, why don't you tell me? This one goes to Jimmy. Because like he said <laughs> Those three guys have had humongous moments against him. Wow! In this tournament, and Peter, one of the things that you taught me that you love most about sports is resiliency. We talk about it constantly, and I really hope that Jimmy doesn't give up like he said he wants to, <laughs> and comes back and has one of his own moments against one of the three three guys. I hope in Blitzball Battle Four he has his own his first ever like hat throwing moment against either Jolly Joe's 
Urzo. I think he owes it to himself in the league to continue to perform and, and try and play and get better because he he's not a bad player and he he performed relatively well. Um, but I I as a fan and a, a big baggage fan, I want them to make it much further in next year's tournament, and I want him to have his his zo his jolly his Joe's moment. I'm waiting yeah. for it. It's it's, it's it, it, I mean by law of averages. He's due. He's due for it. That was a good one. I didn't see that coming. Okay, that like is it. that's really good. I think that um, I would love to see. What do you think Jimmy's hat throw moment would be? Prediction in the future, Blitzball Battle Four. What's Jimmy's hat throw moment? Mm. You know what? Maybe like something we haven't seen at all this tournament. Maybe he. Not that you need to go deep, but. So say that say that there. We, I don't remember what it was, what it would be for this tournament because we didn't see it. But like a bad a bad off. I'm, I'm guessing like in the past, in other tournaments, it's been like the total bases rule. Yeah. Maybe the player before him in a bad off hits a double, and then he actually goes yard in the swing off to win. He hits the rarely seen, often talked about warehouse triple. <laughs> it's the only triple ever <laughs> happening. I mean, because Jimmy never hits home runs either. So for him to right. go into the broadcast box, he has before though. Yes, but I mean him and him and Jake have really become like right. these singles hitters. Right. Do you think it's time to split up Jimmy and Jake? I mean, you can't. This just I, I don't want. I don't want them head. to just because I I've I'm like angry for them. I want them to prevail with what they've got. I know, but it's just an idea. Just to shake year. up the tournament for next year. Yeah. I mean, they, they're talking about shaking up the tournament with whatever they're going to do in the fall. So we'll see what happens there. That's true. That is very true. Good award, Brendan. Thank you. I didn't, didn't that was know a really like good it. one. All right, good. What do you got for me? I got Boil the Big Bully. <laughs> That's the name <laughs> of the Boil award. The, Boil the Big Bully. Now, is this a reference to something that I would know? Or yes. is this just a, oh, shit. Oh, old fiddlesticks! Big bully, isn't the big bully like a Mario character? Mm. Yep. Boil him. You got it. Yeah. You're all over it. He looks like a big walking helmet. Don't look it up. I was gonna look up a picture of him so I could. Don't look up a picture uh, of him, Brendan. That's cheating. What does he look like? Helmet. Helmet. Boil. Um. Helmet. Joe's. Baseball, wrong. Oh. Mark it. <laughs> Mark it Mark down. Boyle, the big bully. Did it have to do with someone famously, wearing a helmet? Nope. Okay. You got your guess. <laughs> Boyle, the big bully, famously a level in Super Mario sixty four. The bullies were in the they were in the fire level. Uh, they were the like bull things. Yeah. They were just ahead with oh, that's shoes what and bull. I, I never realized that they. Yeah. Okay. Um. Boil the big bully. Who is the bully in this tournament, Brendan? Um, Sammy Reezer. Wrong again. <laughs> What's Mario's brother's name, Brendan? Luigi. Lou Luigi. Uh, what? <laughs> Lou Dabs. That is because stretch. Lou Dabs. Lou Dabs bullied Zoe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He did bully him. It's because it's because he bullied the baseball just hitting Ooh, the shit yeah, for hit some hard, reason really 
it looks like doubles get hit so much harder than home runs do. And Lou hit so many doubles yeah. in this tournament. Yeah. I am not going to lie to you. I came up with the name of the award after I came up with the Who's Mario's Brother, Lou E.G. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then I was like, oh, what's a good Mario thing? And then he's like, oh, he bullied Zoe. That's another misdirect. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kept saying the misdirects to me. <laughs> I kept doing it. I kept, I kept leading you on. But Lou had six doubles in this tournament. Caden had five in more games played. Um, but Lou only had seven singles. I mean, Lou is exit velo king of the tournament. At, I wish that we had that. Yeah, because I want to see sure how fast Lou is. Lou was legitimately bullying the ball, yeah. all the time, and then that's why he's oiled the big bully because Lou's the big that's bully. It. Lou E.G. Lou E.G. So I, I would have had an award for him if you didn't pick him. Um, that's why I did him for my first award. No, that's good because I'd... I have I have three award I had three awards set up, and one of them is mean, and I didn't want to do the mean one, and the other one has two potential guys that's i'm glad you did because and now we've kind of touched on everything lou based on like we've showed him love as like possibly a runner-up for mvp as one of those two guys we talked about how hard he fucking hits the ball we talked about his pitching getting better so i think we've covered everything lou um my my award for him was called the glennard leonard award because we have a mailman at my job that comes in named glenn and one day we asked him what his middle name was, and he wouldn't tell us. So I said, is it Leonard? And I said, is your full name Glennard Leonard? So now whenever I see him, and he, he, he just said, no, that's not it. But wow, we, how we rude call him that this? anyway. How rude is this, Brent? <laughs> and it's the this best. is so rude so to a he... man who's, who doesn't know this podcast <laughs> exists. And the funniest part is that he really, like, he drops off some mail, sure. But the main thing he does is he'll, he'll pick up the outgoing packages for subtlety that go to USPS. And, and like we love we love when we have a ton for him. We have like a whole section, like a whole vestibule where there's some Mondays we come back from a weekend and we have like fucking 24 packages for him. And then me and Kyle wait for him to come to the door and we all just like point and laugh at him. <laughs> oh, no. Brendan, <laughs> don't the tell him. Thing. You're the big bully. <laughs> We're on the big You're boil, the one boil who me. needs to be bold. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. We love Glenard Leonard. Unbelievable. Yeah. What's your next award, you stinker? My next and final award is the Toss and Stickball Game Award. Toss and Stickball Game. Toss and Stickball Game? Yeah, I had to look is up what this thing was one called. one word? No. Okay. Toss and Stick. Toss and Stick. Focus on the Toss and oh, Stick. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I know it's your the Velcro hands. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. We got ice as a team. Oh, that's better. Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> I had so, but yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, you adjust it. Mark it in the ledger. Peter gets half point. two points. Half point. Oh, okay. I was going to say two. One for getting I'll it right. I'll take half point. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we got ice. I mean, the two of them, I think that's the award is really self-explanatory. They, they feel like they have the toss and stickball game Velcro hands on at all times. Nothing that they... The one time that they did fuck up was when they both tried to use their toss and stickball hands to catch the ball at the same time, and it dropped. Because yeah. two, two Velcro things almost def- is like a, a negative for the stickiness. But if you use just one, it's like a magnet. Yeah. So they, they the two of them have literal magnet hands. Nothing that gets hit to them. 
does not land in their hands, except for that last ball that lost in the championship. I know. I know. Yeah. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Oops. I was almost disappointed to see that I could only vote for one of them for Gold Glove. Because I kind of was like, oh, we got ice as a team should win the Gold Glove. I mean, yeah. They're one and two in my book. A and B. Um, but, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, good. That uh, is yeah, good perfect. Get. Good get on that. Really good get. That's a perfect award for them because they did made they made highlight real play after highlight real play. We talked about it with Jack. Yeah, we talked about it a lot with um, him. And we talked about it in our recap for the final. We talked about it, you know, ad nauseum at this point. But uh, they really play a very defensive game where there's not really a lot of real estate to work with. Um, and they yeah, absolutely yeah. deserve this. They absolutely just, they were the defensive team in a, in a tournament that's largely structured with defense having very little importance. Right, and they, they somehow made it important. That's also a good point yeah. that that place is probably even smaller than you think when you get there. Yeah, exactly. You get there and you look at it and you're like, what? This is a warehouse. Yeah. This, is a, this looks like a warehouse, guys. You play you play what in here? You play what? You play toss and stick ball game? <laughs> You play Dawson's and Stick Ball game in here? Out of all places? <laughs> this could be part of the conspiracy, Peter. Maybe when they throw the ball, they throw a tennis ball and then switch their gloves to Toss and Stick you Ball think gloves. That Jack and Zoe are sentient parts of the warehouse. They're not real people. They're just parts of the warehouse that can move and talk. That's exactly what and I'm saying. Be incredibly handsome. I mean, the last part is no. true. They can't be handsome. No, They're not married. That's true. Not not married yet. That's the rule. Not married. Sorry, guys. Handsome pass revoked. 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 Try getting hitched, weirdos. <laughs> Non-married people are fucking weirdos. Weirdos. That's to all you all right. one to five year olds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brendy. Your last award, Peter. Last award. Do you want the joke one or the real one? Oh. Because it's one award that I, I had for what do you, two people which one do you just like in more? case. I like them both. The reason that there's two people for this one award is was just in case you took the other one mm-hmm. at some other point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I guess give it you, to both of them. Okay, I'm taking the, right. I'm making the executive decision. Okay. I'm giving out two awards. Brendan, create a third award. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have one, but it's for some reason. This is already. the Grip Reaper Award. Grip Reaper. Hmm. I'll give you a point if you guess either of the two guys. The Grip Reaper. Hmm. I mean, Grip. we talked about him not in this segment. We talked about him in another one. Is it? It's not. It's not K Mac. Is this? He's not eligible. Not eligible. Okay, never mind. Why that would it be K Mac? What's your What's your rationale behind well, that? I was gonna have him give him an award called the Stardew Valley Award because there's a lot of gardening that goes on in that, and I thought. Uh-huh. You're gonna you're gonna talk about the the gloves that gave him grip on the bat. So you just picked it because you wanted to give him a difference. No, I thought you I thought you were on the same wavelength about the gloves. No, no, no. Huh. I forgot about the gloves. Uh, grip. Who has a weird grip? I don't know. Maybe Dan Rourke. Dan Rourke. Not for the reason that you were saying though. Dan Rourke famously in this tournament, what was his what was his big famous thing about pitching? That he has forty pitches. Four new pitches. <laughs> sometimes sometimes Rourke, I hear him say forty when I when I listen back. I, 
it, before Forgotten Rotten's first playoff game, he famously said that he's been in the lab, worked on four new pitches <laughs> <laughs> that he was bringing into it. Uh, didn't didn't throw a single pitch in that game, I believe. Um, but that is the reason that he got the Grip Reaper Award because he worked on all his grips. Hey Dan, throw a curveball. Four new ones, like twelve to six. That's the only one I got. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan Rourke gets it, and then the serious one, another Dan, Dan Canobio. Oh, because Dan Canobio famously again. Learned a new pitch while warming up That's true. for a game. It's so true. the this was very much an entertainment award. Because Dan Rourke for being Dan Rourke and entertaining us constantly. Yep. Um it's the flair for dramatic in his voice. Everything that he does, nothing is like boring. Yeah. Everything he says is interesting and exciting. And him going, I got four new pitches, is like, wow, you got you worked on your grips, huh? And then Dan Canobio, same thing. We're watching that game. He's warming up and turns to Drew and goes, I just learned a new pitch. And go, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I like this. Again with the grip. So those two are the grip reapers. Okay. And they deserved it. They did a great job entertaining me. <laughs> and only you. And only me. <laughs> All right, I, I, we watch, Kristen and I are watching Psych right now, okay. and for some reason, I don't know if this is a reference or something, uh, whenever the main character says the word me, he always me. says it, me, <laughs> and I don't know why, <laughs> and it took everything I had to not say it like me. that just now. I like because it. Everyone's depending on me, me. <laughs> I think it's so funny. That's definitely weird. Me. The final award wasn't supposed to be the final, final award. Final award. But Brendan gets the final award. Tons of okay. people are going to be unhappy. Because uh, because give... we didn't tell them what we were doing until the middle of this episode, and they all had expectations. <laughs> they all had expectations. Peter, this is I the think oh. hundreds of thousands of people uh, will be unhappy. Or maybe a hundred, maybe half a hundred, maybe about half of a million. <laughs> yeah, half a million, half a million people. <laughs> My final award, final award, is called called the Chromium Diner Award. The what the fuck are? You- you asked for a last That's award. It's not real. It's a real award, the Chromium Diner Award. When you is think about chromium, a diner. Is it any diner or is it like a specific I guess kind of just something? like, a, I mean, a, like a 50s style diner. Like the classic Long Island diner that you've been Where, to with me. Is there a diner that you've been to called the Chromio Diner? No, I, I think just like the the old school diners are like Chromium outsides. Trevor Plouffe. It goes to multiple people. I'll give you that hint. Okay. Trevor Plouffe, three times. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to throw you off, but you got it. Fuck. Uh, um, the Chromium Diner. It's very diner-based. It's very diner-based, but not old-based. Yeah, specific about um, diners. And what they have diners. inside of them. Jake Storiali. Joe's McFly. Are you just naming everybody? 
you said it's multiple people. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> Jake Storielli, Joe's McFly, and Colin Stone. I don't think you're going to get it because it's not a player. <laughs> this goes what to... What the fuck do you mean it's not a player? It goes to the booth because there's booths and diners. Unbelievable. I got to give a shout out to Chris Rose and Peter Moylan. If I'm going to give a, a random bullshit award, I might as well give the random bullshit award to these two bullshitters. That's fair. Two incredible bullshitters. Hayden got shafted. Hayden gets the King of Shit Mountain Award. We talked enough. Yeah, he's King Shit Mountain. I think he he likes that award anyway. Peter Moylan, Chris Rose, comedy duo. I would watch them go on tour. Where would they go on tour? Um, The Comedy Cellar, and that's it. To the the Chromium Diner? To the Chromium. They would do (laughs) the Lindenhurst Diner. (laughs) The Lindenhurst Diner? Yeah. And then they'll go down the street to the Lindenhurst Diner. Good award. They were great. So what? what's the reason they're going on tour so you gave them a Chromium Diner Award? Because they're in the booth, and diners have booths. Wow, I hate you so much. <laughs> you you <laughs> asked me to <laughs> think of another award. <laughs> That's true. I did put you on the spot. <laughs> I think it was my best award. Yeah, sure, whatever. I think the one that I guessed right is your best award, because I'm so smart. You guessed righter than me. Uh, I guessed righter than you even thought. That's right. That's right. Chromium Diner. Chromium Diner Market. Chromium, come see the Chromium Diner in Blitzball Battle 4. <laughs> coming Where out. they're playing. They're not. They're ditching the warehouse. They set it on fire. That's why all, we have all the smoke. Um, they're, they're changing venues to a diner. <laughs> Jimmy's going to listen to this episode and be like, Peter, Chris, you're in the next tournament as Chromium Diner. <laughs> I hope so. Wait, I'm not in? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> no, no, you're not in. Peter How does Moylan. he know who Chris is? No, Peter Moylan and Chris Rose. Oh, are they talking about you and Peter our friend Chris? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, Peter Moylan and Chris Rose are going to be in the next tournament as Chromium Diner. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. This is breaking news. Jimmy told us not to tell anybody, but we're telling everyone. All, all half a million listeners are, are hearing this. <laughs> The Chromium Diner will be making <laughs> their appearance in the next Blitzball battle. I it like could it. just be me and Chris dressed up as Chris Rose and Peter <laughs> But you have to do an Australian accent the whole week. No, 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 no. I'm going to be Chris Rose. Oh, okay. So That's Chris, I think it's even funnier if Chris has to do an Australian accent. Chris has to do the Australian accent. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so he's going to get blindsided by it. Yeah. Oh, well. How do we uh, get at it? So now we usually have a really smooth ending to these shows. We could do the same exact thing. I know, but like, is there anything we need to, like to say before this? Oh, we should we should preview our uh, our next episode. We should preview our next episode. I guess by just Tune by saying in, what it is. Uh, eventually, Brendan will tweet it out. Um, Ruppy Puppy, R U P P I E P U P P I E, on the Twitters about our about the next episode after this, which we will be starting. Our player interview series. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, um, ah, and do you want to give away who the first guest is going to be or no? Sure, say it, baby. First guest is going to be CC Sabathia. That's right. Wait a second. CC Sabathia no. played in a Dan Kenobio costume <laughs> the whole tournament. Uh, I was going to do, I was going to do a whole build up. Scratch <laughs> it. Um, I know he's a pitcher. I know he's left-handed. I know uh, he's old. Very. Oh, that's pretty true. Dan Canobio. Dan Canobio. 
We are going to be talking to him. Um, if you have any questions that you want us to ask him. Oh, that's a good idea. Tweeted us. We already got plenty. But tweeted us. Uh, give us anything you want to know. We'll be happy to, to ask him about it. Otherwise, beyond him, we will get other players from the warehouse. We will get Jimmy back. Um, the rest? The rest. I would really like to talk to someone like Tom Prizman or Warehouse Rob to get some behind the scenes oh, yeah. um, for people to listen to because I don't know if it's just me and my like nerd brain. I love seeing how things work. So yeah. just getting their perspective on it. Because they put out a video today on Tom Prizman directing the whole thing. And I want to talk to him about it so badly. Yeah. That's the kind of cool so, thing that so this badly. company will do. Like a lot of times you'll see something that's put out and you like. And you'll never know anything about it besides what you saw. Never. But they, these guys. You won't even it, know what you saw. Yeah. Because you're dumb. Because you're dumb. <laughs> these people. Every listener. These people like. These people like to show you every little bit of what goes on because they know people that the kind of fans that like this stuff like the ins and outs of it like john boy but yeah so brendan do you have anything else you want to talk about nope bye bye bye